Hi friends and welcome back to our episode of It's All Connected. I'm your host Molly and I am doing a special podcast series with my friend Shingi, founder and host of Don't Be Strangers. We are hosting a retreat together next year in March 2024. It's going to be a retreat designed to help you unplug and reset and we're both pretty excited about it. So we are doing a special podcast series where we drop a new episode every month and talk about different topics that relate to and tie back to the theme of our retreat. If you would like to learn more about the retreat, I'll also drop it in the show notes for easy access. And with that, we hope you enjoy today's episode. how are you doing i'm doing well so it's kind of interesting because like this call is kind of reversed for us um because normally if listeners don't know i'm currently based in dallas and molly's currently based in malaysia and it's really funny because i'm like a morning person and molly's definitely like a night owl type of girly and um we had decided like the best like order of operation is for me to take the call like relatively early so like 7 30 a.m <laughs> because that's like doable for me um and then like molly does it later for this particular episode uh, we're doing it reversed and molly i have to say like an hour and a half ago i was like i don't know if i can make it until this call like legit i was like i'm so tired and at that point it was 7 p.m 7 p.m no okay i have to say it's kind of weird this time because normally i i am okay up until like 9 p.m but for whatever reason i'm like really tired today so i was just like oh my god just have to stay awake for an hour 30 minutes before. I took like a 10 minute shower before this to wake me up. What time and do you I normally walk- wake up? It varies anywhere from like 7 to noon. Well, no, 7 oh. to 10. <laughs> Whenever your body feels ready. What have you been up to since the last time we talked? Well, I'm not exactly sure when was the last time we talked, but those were like the two me. Ma- those are the two major things. Right, yeah. Um, Man, yeah, because I'm trying to recall, too, what was the last time we talked? Because I also edit the podcast episodes, so, like, it's, like, when we actually talked, when I re-listened to it while I was, like, editing um, as well. But I feel like the, like, my major life update was, like, trying to focus in, oh, wait, I do remember my, like, speaking gig that I did at the end of October. Um, And, like, that was a goal I set for myself at the beginning of the year. And then everything kind of fell into place where I finally was able to do that. So it was really cool. But I am ready to travel again. Um, I am going to Austin on, like, so a road trip from Dallas um, this Saturday. And so speaking of travel, I think this is like the perfect segue into the topic of this episode, which is focusing on the idea of travel as inspiration. And I'm really curious to know, Molly, like, how do you find inspiration to reset your life through travel? I feel like each place I've been to brings like a different perspective or environment or like just different people into my life. And you know, different things. And so when I think about each place I traveled, I'm like, oh yeah, this is what I've experienced. And that's what's like what I experienced. And this was the season of like play or growth or healing or work or whatever. Any specific examples of like trips to areas of reset that you've done, um, either planned or unplanned, like unplanned being like you went to a place and then you met certain people or you like took certain classes or something and then it inspired like a certain reset that you weren't expecting 
Yeah, um, earlier this year was a big one, as you know. I came to Malaysia and I found a studio that did like um, healing circles and yoga and breath work. I think it was mostly the breath work and the healing circles. And then also they had like a lot of manifestation circle where it's basically like a talk circle and then you do um, a meditation and that sort of stuff. So I feel like that was a big one for me. I was like going to Playa del Carmen, it was like really fun and it's kind of like exploring and adventure and Oaxaca because it was never well I guess most of the places I've been to was like last minute decisions um but I went to Oaxaca because I saw it on someone's Instagram story and I was like wow it looks really colorful and pretty and vibrant and so that was a time of also exploration in this thing right yeah. Yeah. What about you? When have you found inspiration in your travels? Or, yeah, what was a recent experience? Maybe this year or last year? When I think about this year in particular, um, this was the first year that I like went to Europe and to try like digital nomading there. Um, so I'm not like a girl boss like Molly. So I work like corporate time and like uh, locked into Dallas. So I can't like go to Asia and work reasonable hours. So I felt like Europe was like the furthest I could get away that was still within a reasonable nine to five to Central America time. And so it was a, a really interesting challenge because as we're as I mentioned at the beginning of this chat, I'm a morning person. And at that time that we went, which was like January, February, March of this year, um, I was, yeah, the work hours of nine to five in Dallas was in Spain in particular, 4 p.m. to midnight. And I go to bed normally around 9 p.m. So midnight is like for people to imagine, just imagine your normal bedtime, like whatever that time is, like 4 a.m. and just put three more hours after it. So <laughs> and just imagine having to like drag yourself to the end of it. Um, but that being said, like I had a lot of trepidation, but like I also heard a lot of great reviews of like other Americans going to Europe and working that time because it frees up your entire morning to do whatever you want before you have to like clock in and start your work day at three or four or 5 p.m. And surprisingly, like this really took me by surprise, I actually liked it. So I have to say I wasn't able to make it to midnight most days. Like I would make it to like 11 p.m. and I, I would be like, oh, I got it. I got close enough to 5 p.m. It's okay. Um, but it it really changed like my relationship with my work hours because I feel like the way that society teaches you nine to five feels very locked in. And then I feel like even when you are an entrepreneur and I've talked with like a couple different entrepreneurs themselves, like too, and they say that like, even with the liberty to like work whatever hours you want, you end up trying to like work between nine to five anyways, because that's when other people are on the clock. And then also, if you think about it, it's like when you're, free like say you're free at like you know nine to noon or whatever but your friends are not going to be free until like after five anyway so you end up like working whatever the normal like standard time is i've derailed a bit oh yeah <laughs> inspiration and resetting so that being said like after three months of doing spain and like 
um, realizing that it wasn't that bad and I actually loved, I loved it. Like every, my morning routine was so long. I could do it for like four to five hours because I would just like wake up whenever I like woke up due to like going to bed later than normal. And then I could like do my full workout routine, go to a cafe, like walk the park, read if I wanted to, and then finally clock in at four. So um, it was really interesting. I It wasn't a full reset, but it was like a new perspective for sure just being in that time zone but then also being in like the Spanish culture was very fascinating because um, I had also heard this before I went there but like people in Europe or like in Spain Italy and like certain countries like refuse to work more for more money they it's just not aligned with their, their cultural or worldview and so there were like certain parts of Spain where things were strictly closed between the hours of like two to five or something like that I guess um for siestas or just literally like a break and so i think that's really really fascinating oh the other thing too was that like sundays um were oh, like all the businesses were closed i think this is like tied to religion but i think that really impacted like the culture like the park culture because you could see like everyone had nothing better to do than to go to the park because there were like no cafes open like no stores open and you really just i guess it made me think like, oh yeah, people, that's just normal for people here. So you just plan your life around that. You just know you can't go to the store on Sunday. So you like have to do your shopping on Saturday or like before, um, or that you're not going to be able to access, you know, a restaurant at 3 p.m. So you just have to like eat according, you know, to those gaps. And it just made me think like, wow, it can be societally acceptable to like take breaks you know like like you don't have to be open on sunday to make more money <laughs> like you can just like as a country-wide like accepted idea to just like take a rest which um i think played really well into this idea of like resetting for yourself of just being like hey um, maybe you grew up thinking like you had to work 24-7, but then seeing an entire country be okay with like taking three hours off every <laughs> weekday and like all of Sunday off, you're like, oh, maybe it's not that necessary. And like, maybe rest is like pretty important too. Yeah. yeah. That's one yeah. of the reasons why I like travel so much because I remember in my early 20s when I went on a lasting cruise, which apparently young people did not go on because I was the only other 20-something-year-old on that cruise and the other person, like, went with their grandparents. But I think that was my first time of, like, wow, there's a different way of living. And mm -hmm. especially when you go international... Um, <laughs> especially when you go internationally because I had the same experience in Spain where everything was basically closed on Sundays. And I remember there was one Sunday when I went to the park and everyone was at the park, like you said. And I think I even, like, took a nap in the park because I was like, well, I'm already here. All <laughs> <laughs> the other people napping in the park. So I was like, I think it's okay for me to nap in the park. I mean, the only thing they can still is my phone. And my Were you there alone? Like, so uh, no one was I with you? Um, <laughs> okay. I think it was, like, still kind of awake even when I was napping because I was like, okay, there's no one to watch my stuff. But right. it's like, it's a good nap. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah, I would love to dig into, dig into a bit more the idea of like 
play and exploration you kind of like touched on it for like Oaxaca um but were there any other trips where you felt like especially playful or like you felt like that theme of exploration really stand out to you I feel like the recent trip they've been taking in Malaysia just because my boyfriend like I feel like he's has a playful spirit and so mm. I kind of get that <laughs> when I yeah my trip I feel like my trip to Georgetown was uh, pretty playful because I went out every day and I stayed at a hostel intentionally to like meet other people and because I knew I wouldn't want to stay in the room the whole time and they actually turned off the AC during the day so it was like you had to go out I mean you didn't have to go out because every time I went back into my room to get something there was always someone in the bunk bed I don't know how but that was probably their resting period because they know a lot of the hostels um yeah yeah i mean like go out and just uh, see different things and eat different foods every day it's your question for the playfulness i feel like my inner child comes out when i go on certain trips mm. yeah how does that like manifest like what does your inner child coming out like look like is that like you're you've take more photos or uh, i feel like it's more like a feeling like he just feels more happy and calm and calm. sometimes taking pictures i feel like because i work with marketing and social media actually with travel what i found is when i first started traveling i took like a lot of pictures and videos but i realized that i wasn't really living the moment so mm. i feel like that when it's fun i actually take trying to take less oh interesting okay yeah 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 no i i guess that must come from like the the marketing like <laughs> background um because i i tend to my life and stuff but sometimes i just like i just want to live my life i mean like i do both but um it's like kind of blurry sometimes you know yeah which actually on this topic of like taking photos i'm like currently obsessed with this new app a photo app on my phone that someone invited me to and it's like a the theme it's called lap uh laps i think have you heard of this i haven't okay it's like a disposable camera mimic where like you take the photo but then it has to process but it's like digital so it's like um but then it like has to develop in the dark room and then you'll get a notification later and saying that it's like processed and then you can like view it but i really i one it gives the disposable camera effect on your photos and sec yeah. but secondly i kind of like the the fact that it's like not instant gratification it's like delayed gratification so i can't like review the photo and be like oh we need to take a million other selfies to make sure we have the best angle it's just like it's almost very freeing because it's like i just take the photo and then i just like let it be but going back to the topic of plans it makes me think myself like when we're when we're the last time that i felt like super playful and like free and i remember that in spain because like at the beginning of this year i was in barcelona sevilla and madrid in like different months of the three months that i was in spain slow travel just like you where like we go and like stay in a place for a while I think partially because for me at least I'm like a grandma now so like I'm very I hate the idea of like packing to like go somewhere and then like unpacking and then like repacking immediately like a weekend trip for example like weekend trips no longer sound interesting to me because I can do like longer trips um but while we were in Sevilla 
um, we did like a weekend trip out to Granada, and it was like a case where it was like one night, two days, or like, and it was like you know you went and like unpacked, and then you like walked the city, and then you repacked, and then you left. But like it was the first time in Spain that I felt truly free, because interestingly enough, it was the first time that I felt like I was actually on vacation, because all the other places I was. Quote unquote, living in, so I was also working in, but because that was like a weekend, it was like a distinct occasion, and I wasn't like bringing any work stuff with me. That I was just like, oh, I really felt, I really felt like this liberation of like I have endless time, which I don't always feel because of like the slow travel, because it's like. Oh, I have to go and like set up my routine, you know, like okay, how what is my morning gonna look like before I log into work and blah blah blah. I don't think you need to wait for a vacation to like capture that essence of like freeness, but I feel like the change in environment really helps because it's like such a contrast in like you know in your environment and your in your routines. You're like, oh, I don't have my gym, you know, accessible in this new location, so I can't work out. Um, as I normally do, and that makes you think like, what are other novel ways I can work out while I'm traveling? Or maybe I just take a break and I'm just not working out, and I'm on vacation and like free from thinking about like that part of my routine. I feel like I picked Puerto Vallarta like, as a location. I, if I remember correctly, I would think I was the one who told you like, let's do PV. Yeah, but are are you excited for PV for like any particular reason? I am because I think the last time I was in Mexico, a lot of people mentioned it, and oh, really? so I'm, yeah, I'm always excited <laughs> to check out new places in Mexico because I only went to Playa del Carmen and Oaxaca, and so I know that people talked about PV. They talked about um, I definitely want to go to Mexico City sometime. I know that you said that it would be <laughs> the perfect place for me, so <laughs> right, yeah. Why do you want to choose PV? I think I was looking up.、Um, so retreat aside, I was just looking up like places to go and like slow live as part of like my nomad journey. And I remember I was looking up a list of like best digital nomad places. And I look up specifically digital nomad places not because I want to meet other digital nomads, but more specifically because I want to know that they have good Wi-Fi for me to continue my line of work.、Um, So PV came up as like one of the very top top, and I was like, I've never heard of PV, legit. Like, so when you said that you heard that a lot of people mentioned PV to you, I was like, me finding it on this list was like the first time. And when I found it on this list, it was after I had already been to Oaxaca, Playa del Carmen, and Mexico City. So it was and Guadalajara. So I've been to all these other places, but I've never heard of PV. But I came up on the list, and I was like, oh, what is this? And when I started looking into it a bit more, it was like a beach town, but like how like Tulum is like on the east side, PV is like on the west side. And I like when I was like initially reading into it, I was like, oh no, it's definitely gonna be very like touristy, just like the East Coast and just like basically another Florida, because that's how I felt about like that entire area. So I was like, I don't know how I feel about this, but I kept digging into people's like blog posts about PV and. And it seems like what I've read. So neither of us know because neither of us have been to PV before.、Um, but from what I read, it seemed like it retains more of its cultural,、um, like its cultural integrity than on the east, like the touristy East Coast.、Um, but is is accommodating to tourists. So it makes me wonder if it'll 
feels similar to Oaxaca in that like Oaxaca retains a lot of its um, cultural roots, but is also a tourist de destination. Um, but it's on the beach. And I have discovered that between mountains and beaches, I prefer beaches um, just because I think like something about the water is like very calming to me. And I feel like water is always good to look at, but mountains are seasonal from what I've seen because it's like in the winter they are, they're white and pretty, but then in the summer, depending on where you are, it's just like brown and like ugly. So like, I'm like, okay, like basically mountains for me are unreliable, but like the ocean is always like the ocean pretty is ugly. always there. Right, yeah, yeah. Beaches are also unreliable. Sometimes they're like rocky or sometimes they're like super gross, but the water is reliable. Like <laughs> the water, the sky. So I was like, okay, beach, okay, cultural roots. Um, it's like some people, oh, there were also people saying that like there's a lot of like spiritual healing subculture there too. That's like very pre prevalent and that's in interesting to me. And so at the end, I was like, I think I'm sold. I think I want to like, go see PV for myself and make my own decision, you know, like whether I'll like it or not like it. Um, so I'm really, I'm really stoked, but I don't know what your plans are, Molly, but I know like personally, I'm going to be there a month out before the retreat because I just want to make sure we can like recommend good food spots and stuff when everyone comes through. Yeah. yeah but I'm pretty sure there's tons of good food spots because everywhere that I've been to Mexico, all good food. Yes, agreed, agreed. So I'm not worried about it. Yeah. But I'm excited because we have like a walking tour and we're doing a photo shoot one day and we're like going to the market. And I don't know about you, but I love the markets internationally, like whether it's in Mexico or um, there was this market I went to in Spain that was really good. Or, mm -hmm. you, yeah. Wait, past, did you get the drink? I can't remember. Yes, yes, I did. Yeah. Okay, did you go to yeah. the one with like all the, cute little food it was like very aesthetic i'm not sure because i went to a pretty big one in barcelona so i'm not i'm not sure if i'm confounding or yeah like the yeah. two or if i went to both yeah yeah but i love it so i'm very excited for this trip and i also just like you love going to the beach i was listening to this um youtube music sound of beach registry and it was so calming Yes, yes. If you just want to come and reset a plug with us um, at the end of next March, we would love to have you along. So all the details are going to be linked in the description for like a, a three-step application. Is it three? <laughs> I'm going to recall. It's like one, you have to apply, then we'll interview you, and then we'll approve you. The reason for this is because we only have five spots available. So for a very intimate group of like seven women, and we want to make sure that we create the correct uh, group dynamic since it is going to be very like we're going to be spending a week together like five days four nights and the accommodation that we've picked is so cute I'm like very stoked and we're gonna try something like a bit exciting for me personally because I've never had anything to sell to do a sale on for Black Friday but I think Molly you probably have done Black Friday like campaigns and stuff but I was thinking that we were gonna do and we're gonna do a flash sale which is gonna start from the moment that you hear this podcast drop up until midnight Pacific time California time Cyber Monday which is November 27th so the deal these are the deeds you if you want to be able to get 
lock in like the cheapest that you will be able to get this retreat for, which we're selling for a thousand five hundred normally. You can get early bird. We're off currently offering early bird till for like the first three applicants who actually get um approved up until like the first of the new year. But for this limited special time, we're gonna drop it down to like one thousand. But how do you get this? So you have to submit your application. Um, that will be linked in the description before Cyber Monday, the twenty seventh, um, midnight, on Pacific time, and then. If you get that app in, we do the video call interview with you, and you get approved. Then we'll send you the payment link that will just have like one thousand. It's not gonna get like better than that. Like one thousand is, <laughs> yeah, like basically thirty three percent off. So,、um, if I were you, I would get on that. Yeah, like I've been on a few trips recently where someone else plans stuff, and it is so nice to have someone else plan everything. Like a brain spa. <laughs> It's <laughs> like like being your own travel agency, honestly. So after、yeah. like us having traveled as much as we have, like we know, like I don't, I do minimal planning for my own trips now, honestly, because it's so tiring. I'm just like. If I were constantly planning my own trips, it would probably be like a full time job, and I wouldn't be able to do anything else. I wouldn't be able to make the money to like fund my trips. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. No, I know what you mean. Yeah, I do minimal planning for my trips now. Like, whenever I go somewhere, too, I'm just like, okay, I'm here. Let's talk to people. What do they say? Exactly. Exactly. All right. So if you want the deets for everything, just check out the link in the description, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like to learn more about our retreat, head to don'tbestrangers.club/spring-break. I'll also drop in the show notes for you for easy access. And with that, we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.